Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. Okay, so the title for our message this morning and our theme this morning is Love Never Gives Up. So there you go, there's our slide. Oh, by the way, I really loved the sign for whale. Should we do that together? I think it's whale, whale. <laughs> okay, love never gives up. We've sung a song about that already and this phrase comes at the end of a very famous Bible passage. There's my Bible, but I'm not reading it from there, which describes what true love is really like. And we're going to hear this phrase lots of times today. So when we hear it, we could all sign it together. The other word we can look out for is peace. And we're going to watch Stefan and Ori up here show us how to sign these in Makaton. Hello. Hello. At church, we're going to talk about God's God. love, love never, never ends. ends. Yeah? So, God's the love, love never, never ends. ends. Yeah. Well done. Never. Yeah. And the other thing we're going to talk about is peace. Um, peace. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, Ori and Stefan. <laughs> some, some of us have been saying, finish. God's love never finishes. But we're going to say God's love never ends, like stop. So if you want to try those actions when we say it, because it, see how often we say it? Okay, you can do it too. We're going to look at a true story that shows us how much God loves people. God loves you and God loves me. He wants us to know him and to have peace with him. God wants us to love like him too. The Bible is full of stories of God sending people to tell others that God loves them. And here's one of them today. So Ruth said there's a very important chapter in the Bible about love in the New Testament. Can anybody give me a wave if you think you know what chapter in the Bible talks about love in the New Testament? It's read at wedding. Steve? 1 Corinthians 13. And 1 Corinthians 13 verse 7, if you just put that up on the screen, says love never gives up is always, uh, sorry, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. So let's do the sign for the beginning. Love, Love. Never, never gives up. Is always faithful. It's always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. And to, to highlight that, we're going to tell the story of Jonah. Is that? Jonah and the whale. Okay. And... We're going to look at Jonah and a city called Nineveh. Now, Nineveh was a huge city. We're going to go back about 2,800 years to the city of Nineveh. It had 120,000 people living in it, which doesn't sound that big. And it took three days to walk around it. But for a city 2,800 years ago, this city was absolutely massive. If you could put the slide up of the picture of Nineveh. This was taken by a drone uh, just this morning. So there it is. It was this amazing city. It was a huge city. 
Okay, it was big, it was large, but it was little on love. It had a lot of people, but it was low on peace. It looked impressive, but actually, deep down, it was ugly. It looked beautiful, but really, it was rotten. Why? Because the people there didn't love one another. They didn't love God. And in fact, God said this about them. They don't know their right hand from their left. He was saying, these people are lost. Can you give me a wave with your right hand? And your left hand. So you know your right hand from your left, but the people of Nineveh didn't. They didn't know God. They didn't love one another. And therefore, they were in big, big trouble. But God didn't want that for them. God had to warn them to stop. That's what love does. Love, love never gives up. So I'm going to do a little demonstration. I need a volunteer. These are the days of Elijah. We just sang that this morning. So if we can give Elijah a round of applause. It's the year of Jubilee. So, Elijah, can you see anything? No. Right. Back here. He's my son, so I can do this. All right. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to get Elijah to walk, okay? This is what the city of Nineveh was like. They were in the dark. They didn't really know what was going on, and they were just walking forward through time, okay? So, Elijah, what I want you to do is demonstrate what it's like to be the city of Nineveh, walking in darkness, and all I want you to do, Elijah... Just walk straight ahead. You can trust me, I'm your father. Just walk straight. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Stop. Stop. Oh, I wanted him to keep going. Okay, you can jump down. Thank you very much. Sometimes the most loving thing to do is to warn people when we can see that what they're doing is hurting themselves or others. Who was more loving in that situation, me or Ruth? Ruth, she warned him. She told him to stop. God loved the people and wanted to warn them. God's love meant he wasn't going to give up on Nineveh. He was going to send someone to warn them, to tell them that they're heading for big trouble. He wanted to make peace with the people, but how could he get their attention? Well, he sent a messenger, a prophet. And now a prophet is somebody who gets a message from God and shares it with other people. And there was a man from Israel called Jonah. And he was a prophet. He knew God. He heard God. And get this, he was used to delivering messages from God to important people. In 2 Kings 14, he delivers a message to to King Jeroboam II. And so he was perfect for the job. He knew God. He heard God. He was used to delivering messages to kings. And his name, Jonah, meant dove. And the dove is a symbol of peace. God was sending Mr. Peace with a message that he'd heard from God to talk to kings. That's what God did. He chose Jonah to go there and warn them and tell them how they could come back into a loving relationship with God. God loved Nineveh and was sending Mr. Peace with a message to help them make peace with God because love, love (laughs) never gives up. This was the message. Jonah... Get up and go to Nineveh and tell them that what they're doing is very wrong. It needs to stop. They are about to be punished for their terrible behavior. Jonah was perfect for the job, right? 
Well, actually, Jonah wasn't perfect for the job because Jonah did what God said. He got up and he went, but instead of going east to Nineveh, if you could put the map up, instead of going east to Nineveh, so there's Jonah in Gath Hefer. He was supposed to go east. Instead, what did he do? He got on a boat and headed west. And not only did he head west, he was going to Tarshish, which was one of the furthest cities away possible. He was going in totally the opposite direction to the way that God was sending him. Jonah didn't love the people of Nineveh and didn't want to warn them. He didn't want the people to make peace with God. In fact, he wanted God to destroy the Ninevites. He knew the Ninevites were Israel's enemy and he felt God was being too soft on them. And so he disobeyed God. God loved Jonah and needed to change him. God wanted Jonah to come back to him and make peace with him, even though Jonah disobeyed God. So what have we learned so far? Firstly, we know this, Nineveh needed to change because they didn't love God and they didn't love one another. Jonah needed to change because he didn't love Nineveh and he was disobeying God. But here's the amazing thing, God never changes. And he was determined to show his love to Jonah and to the people in the city of Nineveh. Why? Because God's love never gives up. So we're going to give you a little job to do now, I think. There should be a slide coming up. That's right. With the people near you, uh, if there's someone sitting on their own, include them if you can. Just a quick chat about uh, anything that you have, have stuck to and achieved because you refuse to give up. And then maybe you could think, what helped you to keep going? So just a few minutes talking about that from now. What have you stuck with and why? Have a think about it. Have a chat about it. It might be this meeting. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I think judging by the amount of talking, we all know how easy it is to give up what a temptation it is. We always make it difficult for ourselves when we get people to chat. <laughs> we know what we're doing. <laughs> but we won't give up. So, you could also think that perhaps, perhaps we know we haven't loved God. Maybe we haven't been loving to others. Sometimes we might even think that God doesn't love us. Maybe we think that he can't love us because of what we've done or who we are. But God's 
Love never gives up. So, Jonah had decided to run away from God, run away from what God had said by getting on a boat and heading by ship on the Mediterranean Sea to Tarshish. What was God going to do? How was he going to do it? Because he wasn't willing to give up on Jonah or give up on the people of Nineveh. God sent a storm. And while the boat was in the storm, the sailors were desperate because they knew that the storm was going to make the ship sink. They were throwing cargo over the side. But Jonah knew that the storm had come because he had disobeyed God. And so he said to them, the only way to calm the storm is by throwing me overboard. And the sailors initially, they said, we can't throw you overboard, Jonah. That would be awful. He said, trust me, otherwise we'd all die. Throw me overboard. And so they did. One, two, three. They lobbed Jonah over the side of the ship and splash, he hit the water. And immediately, the storm stopped. But Jonah sank. And in fact, if you read Jonah 2, you see that Jonah sank right down to the bottom of the ocean. He drowned. But the ship was saved. God had sent the storm. God stopped the storm, and then God did something else. He sent a whale. Now, this is all in the Mediterranean. Now, did you know there are lots of nas- National Geographic, okay? We only use the most important bits of literature. The Bible, research from National Geographic. The Bible is way more important. I just want to say that. But actually, in the Mediterranean Sea, there are lots of sharks and whales. And one of the main whales in the Mediterranean is the sperm whale, And out of all of the whales that are on the planet, only the sperm whale has the esophagus to take a human being into its stomach. Did you know that? Not the blue whale, not the humpback whale, they're bigger whales, but actually only the sperm whale can do it. And here's a picture of a sperm whale, nicely posing for us there. And so he was swallowed by a whale, and he spent three days and three nights probably dead in the belly of the whale. Until on day three, if I could just get you to close your eyes for a moment, I'm going to take you to the beach. I'm going to take you to the beach. You're sitting there. You can feel the sand between your toes. Maybe you've done a bit of fishing. Maybe you've got a Wall's ice cream in your hand. Perhaps it's a feast. Maybe it's a cheeky mivy, chocolate nut conetto. And you're relaxing. And all of a sudden, there's a huge commotion as a big sperm whale appears on the side of the beach and bleh! vomits a man out of its stomach onto the beach. Well, that's exactly what would have happened in Phoenicia. And actually, as this whale arrived on the coast and the fishermen that were there, they would have seen Jonah spewed out of the whale and they would have seen this man staggering out of the water towards them. And his skin and his hair and his clothes would have been bleached white by the stomach juices of the whale and he would have stunk of fish, fish guts. And not only that, but one of the main gods that they worshipped at the time was a god called Dagon, and Dagon was a man-fish god. So all of a sudden, they're seeing the man-fish god who looks like a ghost and absolutely stinks randomly appear out of the sea. Can you imagine the fuss that that would have caused? (laughs) So after turning him round and pointing him in the right direction, God speaks to Jonah again. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh and deliver the message I've given you. And there it is. Dear Jonah, did you have a nice trip? I hope you had a whale of a time. Now go to Nineveh and tell them, stop being nasty or else love from God. P.S. Nineveh is that way. That way. (laughs) Is it me now? And so that's exactly what happened. He went to Nineveh. 
Are we going to have a song now? No. We'll do a demonstration. Demonstration. So right. we're going to do a demonstration of God's love. Yes. Earlier, uh, I asked for help from one person, and I got three, which is perfect. So could my three helpers, please? They are still here. <laughs> my three helpers that were going to help me demonstrate God's love. Where have they disappeared to? Where's Finn? Could you come to the front for me? Thank you. Where are the other two? That's Give our volunteers a round you. of applause. Now, in this demonstration, we don't want any children harmed, so be very careful not to tread on the toes of those on the front, okay? Now, these people are going to represent God's love, which is great, because there's three of them, and God is three persons, so that's fantastic. So if one of you like to take this message, I'm going to pretend for a moment, a moment only, to be God, and I'm going to send this message to my friend Joe at the back. Joe, could you give me a wave? Thank you. That message of my love needs to go to Joe. okay? So if you could start off by going down that way to take it to her, that'd be fantastic. Oh, come back this way then, guys. Try a different, maybe that one, maybe that one, maybe that one. There's some slip hazard signs in the aisles. That's what's turning them back. Oh, no, uh, oh, no. Caution, um, where? where next? Maybe that, maybe that aisle. But, but watch the uh, feet on the front. Linda Harmer will trip you up with her frame. Don't give up. Keep going. You might need to cheer them on a bit, people. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, keep trying. Oh, that's that aisle. I'm sure that'll be fine. That one. That one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not that way. Is there another way you could go? Uh, how about that way? Try that way. Don't give up. Keep going. You'll have to go a long way round, all the way round the back. Come on, let's cheer them to the finish. Go on, guys. There you go. Thank you very much. The message of God's love has been delivered to Joe. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so back to the story of Jonah. How did one man get the attention of an entire city? God had set it all up because love, love never gives up. Imagine Jonah coming into the city with a fanfare as those who'd seen the amazing fish man appear from the sea with his bleached white hair and skin still smelling awfully of fish announcing that God had sent them him to warn them so Jonah went to Nineveh and warned them and the king of Nineveh along with all the people of Nineveh believed in God they repented they were sorry and they turned to God and trusted him and God forgave them they made peace with God and God got Jonah where he needed to be because love never ends. You know, Jesus said this. He said, I will show you who I am by using the sign of Jonah. Now, he didn't mean that sign, Jonah. What he said is, in the verses here, he said, you're looking for proof. And the only proof you're going to get is of Jonah. Like Jonah, three days and three nights in the fish's belly, the Son of Man, which was how he described himself, will be three days and three nights in a deep grave. And on Judgment Day, the Ninevites will stand up and give evidence that will condemn this generation because when Jonah preached to them, they changed their lives. And a greater preacher than Jonah is here. And you squabble about proofs? But Jesus said this, Jonah was a bit like me. Jonah was a prophet. Jesus was a prophet. Jonah calmed a storm. Jesus 
calm the storm. Jonah was called peace. Jesus is the prince of peace. Jonah spent three days and three nights and was resurrected coming out of the belly of a whale. Jesus lived and then died and spent three days and three nights in a grave and resurrected and preached the gospel of repentance. And here's the difference between Jonah and Jesus. Jonah didn't want to go. Jesus said, I will absolutely go. Both sent by God, but Jesus came and he lives and he's resurrected to tell you today, to tell me today that God loves you. Because love never gives up. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.